Hi, and welcome to the Virgin Recording of uh, Podcast. This is what it sounds like when you're doing it for the first time. This show is going to be called Fucked by Sapperling. Uh I have two people with me. Uh, to his left, we have Mr. Samuel Overby on Grape Flavored. And directly in front of him, I'm Clarence Shear. I guess we're going to try to do this weekly, record on a Monday night, and try to upload it to MGG by Tuesday. Really, by Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, after editing and everything. Well, I guess we'll see how long that takes. Right. How much time we have to dedicate to it. Well, yeah. Tom said he'd like to support us. We'll see how that goes after he hears this. <laughs> and see if uh, the show actually gets to, s- to stick with his title of Fucked by Sapperling. There might be some errata there. I, I, I see Tom being like, I love it, guys, but can we do something about the title? But there is a reason we chose this title. It isn't just like arbitrary. It's like, I was actually molested by a sapling at a young age, and it's haunted me. I don't know about ha- haunted. Okay, well, I always, when I'm jerking my wiener in the corner and when it's dark, I always refer to that moment in my mind. Otherwise, I just can't come. That's funny how he, that's how he gets it up, his... No. Imagining the sapperlings <laughs> from Vertiloft. No. Imagine the picture from Sapperling Cluster, but with tits. Wow. Wow. Sam was... We've been talking about this podcast for about a month, and we have a whole lot of ideas going through this entire month or so. And we had everything except for basically a name. And uh, it came down to today, and we are like, we got to have a name, you know, so we can say it when we start the show. Fucked by our sapperling. And he, we really just wanted something that would catch people's attention. It, and nothing catches people's attention like the words penis, sex, and fuck. So you get one of those three words, it's going to draw people's eyes to anywhere on the page. So that, that, that was really the goal here. Sam sent me a text message saying, okay, well, what, what if you did some, like, the worst card in magic for the win? And I couldn't think of, like, the worst card in magic was except for maybe Spore Frog. Fuck you. <laughs> but nice I didn't one. think that was like... Poor frog for the win. I didn't think that was broad enough to the audience. I didn't know that other people would understand what Spore Frog was without having to look it up. And I thought about Fog for the win because everybody knows what Fog is and most people are not fans. To say and the, the ones that are would say, yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> so what it brought me back to was when we first began playing Magic and, you know, people building elf decks, goblin decks, you know, just themed tribal shit and attacking you, and killing you, was, I, I hated fucking dying to a 1-1 Sapperling token. And so, I was like, fuck by a fucking Sapperling, you know? And so that's where the title came from. There was other names in contention, but we're gonna go with this one. There's no reason to talk about the ones that failed us. Give but us... Unless this one doesn't go over with Tom <laughs> very well, then we may have to advert it. Right. Therefore, you probably won't even hear this segment in that case. Well, in that, that case, then our show would have been called Fucked by Sapperling. Yes, fucked by Sapperling. And if we do have to re-record the intro with a different title, we might just mention that. Right, we're probably going to say this 400 times so that you don't forget what the name of the show is. So when you're talking about it to your friends or somebody else that listens to a podcast, you can say, hey, go check out Fucked by Sapperling. Well, basically, what, uh, we, we wanted to do a podcast because we, we like the game. We like magic. We like other games as well. Uh, we we talked about it a lot, and we I feel we have good content. We I feel we, we could we could be entertaining for you guys. Uh, I've listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, Elf, and I find a lot of them uh, are very G-rated at best. And so uh, 
I, I know a lot of Magic players around here, and, and I just don't feel that's how Magic players are. I feel like the yeah, I, I don't know. Fucked by a sapperling. We were fucked by a sapperling. All right, well, starting with Clarence, why don't you you tell your story about how you got into playing Magic, like how you first learned about it back in like '93. Oh, like who let's you knew start let's start it. with where's the first time you ever heard about Magic? I I don't even know this for a fact. Like, I was it like did you, did you see someone playing? You're like, hey, what's this? Uh, Actually, the first time I heard of Magic. I was... Oh, was it when you were in prison and that no, guy had you bent over and you not, saw that tattoo on his foot? Not at all. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was <laughs> I was in high school and saw some kids playing it at lunch and made fun of them <laughs> repeatedly because that was the thing to do. And then they kicked your ass and shoved your trumpet in your ass, right? Yeah, we gotta mention that. He made fun <laughs> of people playing Magic and he was a band geek. Yeah, he was totally in band. He blew the horn, if you know what I mean. I did blow a few horns. Yeah, Mr. Horn was such a good cheer, too. Yeah. But anyways, this one time at band camp. Uh, no. He actually went to band camp, but please, <laughs> that joke's... Shut no the more. fuck up. No more. Anyways, made fun of these kids. Uh, then when I got into comics, started going to the Hall of Heroes. Hall of Heroes? Look it up. We'll get, we'll get to that later. Go on. Uh, it's a website. It has a Facebook. Who doesn't? I know. Popeye has a Facebook. You can see Pluto there in all of his glory. And saw people playing Magic and kind of became interested. And so I knew this fat guy with a mullet. (laughs) And his name was Wade. Wade, Wade, What's his name? Wade. And Wade, Wade, if you listen to this, man, you're fat and you've got a fucking mullet. Fucking journey. But, and fuck the Vikings. Really, dude? The Randy Moss jersey? Get you rid of every it every day. You wore that shit, but that you're getting off topic. Okay, we knew this fat guy with a mullet. How, how did you know him? Because I met him through playing Magic, pretty much. But how did how did you come to know him if it wasn't Magic? Uh, I don't know. Really? He taught me to scam food from restaurants. Yeah, I, I thought that came after he <laughs> taught us to. But I don't really know. I don't know where I met. Huh, it was probably just through it was Watson. Through Watson. Okay. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. But, so, I uh, decided to learn how to play Magic, but I didn't want my friends to know, because then I'd be the guy getting made fun of. So, <laughs> I went to he the... He was very insecure. He's in I the went, closet. I went to uh, the fat man with a mullet apartment. And, uh, <laughs> there he taught me many a thing. One of which was to play Magic. When he was done, he taught you how to play Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, built my first deck. Mm. Thought it was amazing. What was your first what was deck? I it was mono green. Oh, ish aggro. I remember this deck very well. I just asked you uh, to say it. My favorite card in time. my first deck was Crash of Rhinos, which yes. we all know sucks. But eight, man, eight it was for so an eight cool. for a trample. Come on. And probably the best card in my first deck was Blastoderm, but I didn't know it was good until later. Actually, we thought it sucked after playing yeah. with it the first couple of times. We like, this creature goes away. I was pretty pissed off when it faded. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Alright, Sam, go uh, ahead. Well, that did isn't it. He, he actually left out a good good amount there. Maybe I can fill in the gaps. Well, no. <coughs> the rest comes after you learn how to play. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I learned how to play. I had a, a good amount of friends I met in high school, uh... 
I, I was not a band geek, although I did know Clarence in high you're, school. You were a drama. I, I, I was in drama. Drama and debate. And uh, I, I met some guys in there, and yeah, it was like right after high school, I lived in this little apartment complex, and some of the guys uh, lived there as well, so I found myself hanging out over there a lot, because uh, I lived with this guy, actually, Clarence, and... And he didn't entertain yeah, like me. We, we didn't play time. magic at the time, and we lived together. I'd like so. to point out that Sam pointed in an audio cast. <laughs> well, uh, this guy, me over here, fucked by a sapling. He, yeah, that, that comes later in the story. Uh, anyways, I lived with him, and so and these other guys. So I ended up hanging over there, hanging out over there at their place a lot. And they just played, and they played magic. This wasn't my first exposure to the game, though. Um, actually, I'm gonna. I'm going to back up here. It was, I, I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. I I was, no, we lived on John Street, so I was at least in ninth grade. I was probably a freshman at the time. Uh, Josh, we, we we hung out at the Hall of Heroes uh, for comic books. Oh my God, the story even goes deeper. <laughs> even goes further, further back than that, actually. Um, when we were little, when we were young, I would say probably, I was probably 10. Back in, um... And I was in Vietnam having sex with little Asian boys. Got <laughs> derailed. Thank you for the nom comment. <laughs> this is where the first editing comes in. Okay. Oh, okay. When I was about ten years old, uh, I I can't remember what brought us there the first time, but we discovered this shop called Hall of Heroes, and it had like pictures of Superman and Spider Man and stuff, and that that attracts little kids everywhere. I mean, for pedophiles everywhere. All right, get to the magic. <laughs> Hey, I'm getting there. This is this is actually a great story. I wish I would have started it properly to begin with, if I would have thought it through. Uh, uh, the Hall of Heroes, he had a Tekken arcade machine, and this and that's what actually we, we my brother and I plugged in a couple of quarters, discovered Tekken, and which is one of the best fighting games ever to this day. I'll still I'll still put that out there. Uh, and so we used to go in there and we would walk up there and pump quarters in the machine and play it. Well, while we're in there, we noticed, hey, comic books, right? Because he had comic books in there, and that's what that was actually our first exposure to comic books. Was it? Was it not? Okay, it was my first exposure. And uh, I remember while we were going in there, I saw people playing magic off of tables, and I was always like, I was interested, but I wasn't interested enough to approach them because I was a little kid and I was scared of getting fondled. Uh, so that was our first exposure. Now, several years later, like I said, when I was a freshman, Josh brought home, which, by the way, we should mention, Josh is my brother. I used to live with this guy, too. This guy over here. I used to live with him growing up because he was my brother, and we shared things. Um, one day, he brought home a stack of magic cards from school, and I, and I was just like, ooh, what's this? What's this? And he uh, he was like, oh, these, these are magic cards. A friend of them, a friend of mine gave, gave them to me, and I believe they're from Ice Age. Yeah, I think I, so. I believe, for the most part, they're from Ice Age. Tempest and Ice Age. Yeah, from around that, that, that time. And, uh, and I was like, I was like, well, yeah. He's like, you want to play? And I was like, well, yeah, I want to play. I don't really remember what we did, but I'm pretty sure it was not magic. We used these cards, and I think we used them right as in far as like we knew to tap them. And that's about the only thing we did right, I believe. I I don't remember that right. much. So getting to your okay, exposure. well, though we that that we didn't pick up the game at that point. Unfortunately, I wish we would have, uh, but we did not. I believe our mother threw those cards away, actually, if I remember properly. Don't get into that. Uh, <laughs> Josh will cover that more because I, I wasn't involved in that, really. Uh, 
Now, it was years later. I lived at the apartment complex, hung out, hanging out over at Watson, Brandon Watson. Wouldn't it be great if we can get him to listen to this? DJ. Yeah, he's Brandon a DJ Watson. now, but whatever. DJ Mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, and, and that's all him and a couple of the other guys that I met there would do. They would just sit around and play Magic, and I would just kind of hang out because I had nothing else to do, and I'd watch him, and we'd talk. And uh, At first, I didn't really watch him play. It was nothing. It was... Uh, but over time, after probably four or five months of watching them play, I found myself sitting next to one of their card boxes going through cards. And what are you looking for? Another beer. Are they right by the door, dude? Oh, I didn't see them anymore. <laughs> and so I, I, picked, I was just going through, riffling through uh, some red cards, and I noticed a common theme amongst these riffling. cards was... Uh, <laughs> Red cards. What did I say? Riffling. <laughs> riffling? I was riffling through cards. That's no, proper. You were rifling. 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 Really? <laughs> and fingering my asshole. I was rifling my asshole with it's cards. Called fingered. It's called fingered. <laughs> I want you to die. Uh, anyways, and I, I found a common theme on the cards. And I was like, okay, I think I understand this game enough. And it was actually the Ashinos. And I ended up putting another mono red Viashino deck, which was just horrible. But I remember they got done with a game, and I was like, hey, guys, can I get on the next game? And they were all just like, huh, what? And I was like, no, I think I can do this. I, I built this deck here. And they're like, really? I hadn't added land at the time. I just I, I asked them at some point, like, how many cards in a deck? And they're like, oh, 60, 60. So I put together 60 red cards and had no land. So when I started the first game, I had to actually not finish cool. the first game. But that's, uh, that's how I got into it. No, it's really funny. A uh, little side note here, a little tie-in. Uh, one day, I was uh, a couple weeks after learning how to play, I was sitting down playing a game with an actual deck with lands. And uh, who walks in but a big fat guy with a mullet, and he has my roommate with him. And they're like, and he looks at me and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so we both learned to play Magic pretty much on, in the same week. In this, with the same group of people, kind of. But didn't want to tell each other, because we thought we were nerds. So, and then we made sweet, passionate love, and it was all okay. And the rest of the of a box of Urza Saga. Yeah, Urza, I'll never forget that. I sneak attacked right into his morphling. <laughs> so, right. so, so that's how I learned how to play uh, Josh. All right. Um, the cards that Sam was talking about was in high school. It was I was in drama and debate, and some uh, some guys I knew there played regularly at the Hall of Heroes. And just to clarify that story, I met Dave when he sold comic books out of the flea market with his girlfriend at the time. I didn't what know was this. her name? I don't remember. He did. Was it at Afton? No. It was, it was pre-Afton? Pre-Afton. And um, uh, he told me he was going to open up his shop. It was called, uh. The shop was called Outer Limits. And so I went there, and basically I've been with Dave, our comic book dealer, ever since. <laughs> And this is back when and I was like been with. This is like when I was eleven years old. He can identify the smell of Dave's butthole if he had three buttholes in front of him in a blindfold on. That's what you get when you pay that much money. <laughs> and so Sam and I are brothers, like you said, we live together and I brought home some cards that I'd actually bought from Dave. I didn't bring it home from school. And I didn't know what to do with them. I just knew that everybody else had and was playing, so I wanted to play. But those got thrown away because of religion. And stuff, which we'll get into on another podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a that that'll make for a great cast. And um, <coughs> I don't know. Years later, Sam and Clarence are playing, and so is Brandon Watson. And they're all like, "Hey!" And I'm hanging out with them, and I want to learn. So I give. No, no. We we had both just moved back in with Bob. Yes, yes. And I had brought home cards, and you were like, 
oh my god, you're playing magic. Right. No, no, no. That's not how it happened at all. I, I, no, no. I, I, I remember distinctly. I remember bringing up cards. And you're you just... and Clarence came into the to the room and were playing, and you said Brandon taught you. So I was like, well, let me give it Brandon. I gave Brandon twenty bucks. Oh, you, and, he, and he's like, you gave him twenty bucks. You gave a slip of the weeder. Go on. And uh, I said, all right, I would like twenty five. Can you build me yeah, twenty five bucks? Can you build me a deck? And he's like, sure. What color do you want it? I'm like, what colors are there? And he's rambled off the colors, and I chose white. Because Josh always plays white. Uh, well, th- this is why. This, yeah, that's why. This is it. Oh, that's the origin of that. Uh, but do you remember the name of the card? Uh, uh, he remembers the name of the card. My, my deck had like uh, Crusade in it, and it had a whole bunch of. Uh, it had Colossus it of Sardia. Serenity and Colossus of Sardia. You know, it had some very Timmy-ish stuff. It was good stuff, and um, I, I bet Brandon Watson like ten or twenty bucks that within a week after I learned I could beat him in Magic. And, you lost that and bet. And I lost that bet back. I remember. But anyway, um, so that's how I learned, pretty much, is I came home to Sam and Clarence playing, and they taught me. I gave Brandon 20 bucks, and that my my first deck was white. There was a, there was a card in this deck, though, that had a, a certain influence on you. It was one white, one colorless. It was a sorcery. It was a sorcery that creates a 1-1 one, one It was from soldier, Alliances. Soldier token. Do you remember the name of this card, banding. I think it's called Vanillish Hero. No. What's it called? Vanillish Hero, Hero was What's a... It? What is it? Vanillish Hero is one for a 1-1 one, one no. banding. No. No. No, Vanillish Hero. Oh, it is. Yeah, You're absolutely right. So, I have the right idea. Just to uh, it was uh, Knight Errant. Knight Errant. That's what it is. It puts a 1-1 one, one banding knight into play. White knight. Fucking banding. And I don't know why, but... I think I won a game with him or something. So like, he, he did something for you once that was neat, right, and so he was a staple for your first like eight decks. You're like, oh, I gotta have my dude. Yeah, he's nostalgic as hell. So, but the, so I maintain you need so to get that tattoo. So your deck was the first deck you ever built. Yes, yeah, so it like, turns out that you I, built. Yeah. What's the first deck that you ever built? Uh, if this added to the white deck, no. What I the first deck I built was the one with vigilance, but it wasn't called oh, vigilance. Oh, the wave the of reckoning deck. Yeah, and. I had all creatures with vigilance turn tap to attack, is what they were called at the time. And I used the enchantment called Castle, which is like three colorless, gives all your creatures plus zero plus two. As long as they're untapped. <clears throat> as long as they're untapped. And uh, I added the sorcery called Wave of Reckoning, which says all creatures do damage equal to their power to their defense. So none of my creatures were going to kill themselves, but everybody else's usually were. And that was my first deck that I built. The first deck of I course. ever built was a wall deck with illusionary wall. Rolling stones. That's my all-star. <laughs> There's noble Sun purpose web. and angelic chorus to gain life equal to stupid wall toughness. It's fun. Yeah. So, the, yeah. No, no. I remember the first good deck I ever built was mono green, and it was at the era that Clarence still had his original mono green deck. And I remember we used to have these epic battles where we had nothing but big fatties with no evasion, where we would actually have to get up and walk down our line of creatures to lay down more creatures that we were casting because neither of us would tack into each other. So we ended up in these huge stalemates. And I don't. Uh, sometimes there wouldn't even be a, a card that would break it. We would just. Uh, it would just run be the big. Card. Yeah, we would just run our cards and realize, like, okay, this isn't fun. Or one of us say, fuck it and attack. And we'd do this epic block and all these creatures that I had in. And I'm whoever sure cracked back. I'm well, sure we did it all wrong. A little side note on what Sam just said. Uh, I'm still waiting on the day that Sam builds his first good deck. Uh, 
Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take a sapling. Fuck by a sapling. I'm gonna take a sapling token and put it in your butt cheeks where it'll stay nice okay, and warm. Well, anyway, that's that's how we first built our decks and got into playing Magic, and we've been doing that pretty much ever since. And uh, the the set that was out when we first started playing was the Marketing Mass Block, and I think we all started playing. Within it, it was prophecy was like the, like was the first the set to come out. Yeah, they were playing during Nemesis, and I remember prophecy. Nemesis was the first set. Prophecy to come out. was the first set that came out because I remember cracking prophecy packs. And Clarence bought uh, his first box. Was that prophecy box where he got his foil spore frog? No, no, he had foil avatar awoke. Yeah. Oh, didn't you get your foil spore frog out of that too? No, I bought this for like six bucks. I remember that. That's I remember gay. Going online right. But he pulled a, his, his foil out of the box was in foil avatar awoke, and we were so come happy about that card for so long. <laughs> Still and am. Still? Really? Okay. I love Avatar World. So, is it in your EDH deck that yes. you have in your hands right now? Yes, it is. is so it the I think we've been one? playing around like 12 nice. years now. 12 years. Something like that. We've definitely become more competitive, and I think for a while we even lost our casual fun to it, but I, I think we're definitely getting that back. I, 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 EDH I, brought that back. Yeah, EDH. EDH really helped, and with EDH opened my eyes, I... I Felt I was getting way too competitive with Magic. I it, it is just a game. It's something we got to do for fun, and and it was actually got to the point where everyone was playing way too seriously that I I kind of was like, this is this it's not fun. Yeah. I got I got my ass handed to me all night when I and just that and that's everyone was so serious, and I was just like, Jeez. I still enjoy the competition, but I think oh, me too. I, I think you got to come to a point sometime where you realize I'm Fuck, not game. probably going to be a pro tour staple guy. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I want to win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it, and it's really funny, Clarence, who doesn't ever play in F and M's because he has to work, and he and he. Uh, he just doesn't, he doesn't play nearly as often as us, but when we go to PTQs or whatever, he usually does the best out of us. Unless Josh decides to make a top eight, but Clarence usually, on average, does better than us. Yeah, on average, has, it's uh, stupid. If you took up the PTQs and states and regionals and bullshit like that and averaged out the standings that we've had during them, Clarence probably is somewhere in the top thirty or forty people. On a regular basis, and because I can net deck with the best of them, <laughs> and well, but, but but Josh is the only one here who has any top eights to show. Yeah, I've got two top eights under my belt, but no no W's, no W's. Sometimes Josh makes top eights. Sometimes I pull down his pants and, and write a W. He's playing Yu-Gi-Oh instead of Magic. I like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, I don't just understand to clarify, the pressure because I've never been there. So. Josh and I have actually never played the game Yu-Gi-Oh. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, Waltz. Yeah. yeah Clarence me, has, me neither. Ugh. Clarence has a Yu-Gi-Oh deck still, I believe, don't you? No. no. Okay. Well. I guess what I was trying to get to is what we aim to accomplish on this podcast is not only talk about magic, which I'm sure will be a forefront conversation, but uh, pop culture, music, movies, television, you know, just uh, things that we're interested in that we're also wanting to talk about. Other podcasts metal. that we enjoy. Sam and I listen to podcasts very regularly. Clarence, Clarence just now knows. We had to tell him tonight what, what the, the hell podcast is this podcast. <laughs> Seriously. We had to Google it and he had to wiki it. We had to show him. And he's like, so it's a radio? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like a radio. And then he's like, well, where's the record at? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. I had an 8-track player. Had. <laughs> okay, have. Yep. Nice. I love Journey. We're going to have a couple uh, weekly segments that 
we're going to want to get into on a weekly basis just to, to throw some random wrenches in. Well, you know, let's not deviate away from the podcast. Josh, what is your favorite podcast you listen to? Uh, Magic-related, of course. My, well, my favorite was Deck Builders Radio back when Gavin was doing it with two other people. And they were talking about... And Brian? I don't know. Brian, Brian Weir is the one responsible for Deck Builders Radio. I, okay, whoever your name is, and if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I enjoyed it when you did it with the two other people before you moved. And you were talking about competitive magic, and um, I, I've never been into limited, but you guys were always talking about constructed a lot of whatever the PTQ format was at the time, and I enjoyed that. But since that changed, I stopped listening to it, and I just pretty much listened to Monday Night Magic, which I think we all can agree is pretty awesome. Yeah, Monday Night Magic is probably the just the cons- most consistently best one out there. Right, consistently. I mean, you're not hitting a home run every time they, they record one, but it's always fun, and it's always enlightening, and I, I always get at least one thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, My favorite the other is one. MTG. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope there's one called MTG. <laughs> there's many with MTG in the title. Uh, I'm going to go with MTG. Magic News. School Bus was probably is probably my favorite one, although they haven't put anything down in about a year. Uh, when the when they were recording, my God, it was good. But since they are, I, I don't want to say can, not consistent because they just simply stopped. I think I think they both started blowing each other and forgot about <laughs> magic. As what? far as as far as I know. All right, give me like one or two more magics, ones that you enjoy. Uh, magic. Uh, well, Monday Night Magic is obviously the best, but uh, we don't want to go there. Uh, Yo MGT taps with uh, with Joey and Big Head Joe. That one's always entertaining. I, uh, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, well, I'll just refer it real quick. Uh, I, when I, the first couple episodes of Yo MG Taps, when I listened to it, I thought I was gonna hate it. Uh, Big Head Joe just sounded annoying and everything, but man, that fucker grows on you. And you guys should probably give it a shot. Those guys are great. And, and they've, they've recently expanded and everything. They're on several different well, websites. Give us, give us one more magic. plugging that. Um, podcast. One more magic podcast that you enjoy listening to. Jeez. Oh, I'm a podcast whore. One I listen more. to anything that gets uploaded on there. Uh, sometimes I'll go out of it. Usually, when it fits one that I enjoy, I always call Josh. Be like, "Ah, you gotta listen to this." But uh, probably, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jen's Playground. He's uh, he he took about a year. I don't want to say a year hiatus, but he he just was so seldom with his uploads. But the last couple of weeks, he's put him on there, and his quality and content is always just superb. Especially his most recent one, where him and Conley just bullshitted, and it, it was great. It's I like fucked by a sapperling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope everyone likes fucked by a sapperling. You should listen to that one. That's a pretty decent one. All right, um, give us three non-magic podcasts that you like. See, that's, that's hard. Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay, uh, three non-magic podcasts that I like. So I don't know what a fucking podcast <laughs> is talking to. You. Makes sense. I don't I know. <clears throat> It's very well known that uh, uh, my, my brother and I, and also Clarence, are huge, huge Kevin Smith fans. We followed his work. Josh and I, since Clerks, I believe we got Clarence on at Mallrats. And uh, and we've pretty much followed everything he's put out there since. And he has a little podcast called Smodcast. You can find it at smodcast.com. He just, it's recently, he act, and uh, the last few months, he actually... Right. Made his own websites for smodcast.com and it's just great. Okay. And on there, it's a network website. You'll also find Steve Dave and Mo and Glow. Okay. Now tell me two more without telling us five minute stories about them. Well, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Smodcast is great. Kevin Smith, Fleshlight, fuck him. Um, 
the next one I would have to mention. Well, I listen to Steve Dave quite regularly. I'm just off the Smodcast Network. It is it is really great. So that would be my number two that I would have to mention here. It, it it's a great podcast. They just they they basically whine and bullshit about how they're not good enough to be doing it, but just they're genius. While and the doing third one. <laughs> What's the third one? Christ. <laughs> hey, I'm passionate. What do you want? Uh, is a little podcast that Josh introduced me to. It's a TV and film podcast called Remember When. Uh, it's two nope, guys. Two, nope. That's it. It's called Remember When. If you, you want to know, find it check at talkingaboutgames.com. 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 They don't the actually talk about games, me. though. Don't be deceived because we like to call ourselves a gaming podcast. We're not playing a gaming podcast. Yeah. It, it's it's completely about old television or old movies and Josh, film. what are the names of your top three favorite podcasts that are not MTG related? Well, I like uh, Tancast, which is just a couple guys sitting around bullshitting. It's a uh, basically a comedy cast, and um, I also like um, Smodcast quite a bit. I I think it's probably my second favorite. And really? Second? Yeah. To Tancast? He rambles too much, man. Sometimes he's at a fucking podium. He just wants to drive in a story regardless whether or not you There like was it. only one like that. Oh, I disagree. Oh. Don't get me wrong. 80% of the time, I'm, I'm fucking loving it. Jeez. I... Anyway, and the third one... I think it's I all remember gold. When also. Dude, shit's gold. I, I like Remember One because they're talking about older movies and recent television. Basically shit I'm enjoying. And so I'm going to enjoy listening to them talk about it and hear their opinions. Because I can't jump in and interrupt them. That's pretty much why I like <laughs> uh, Yeah, so... Clarence. <laughs> I like podcasts. <laughs> and jelly beans. I also listen to a lot of ESPN podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, we listen... I like uh, sports. Yeah, Sam's not... So, uh, he enjoys sports, but he doesn't really keep up with them. Is, is that fair to say? No, is that fair to say? You, you don't really keep up with them? I, I don't really like them. I like watching football. Joe Montana retired, sir. <laughs> I, I know, and I still cry about it to this day. Steve Young can never be able to fill those shoes. Um, as far as sports goes, Clarence is probably the guy you want to go to to ask sports questions, although I, I do love football quite a bit, and I do keep up with other sports as well, just not nearly as much as Clarence. That's <laughs> uh, hard to say about anyone, really. Come on, Thunder, we need game two. Even, like, Adam Scheffler doesn't know as much as Clarence does, it seems like. And so I listen to a lot of ESPN podcasts, Mike and Mike in the Morning. Um, I listen to the uh, broadcast of Around the Horn and Pardon the Interruption. Rams are stupid for taking Bradford. They haven't done it yet. Yeah, but they're going to. You think so? And they're stupid. You really think it's like it's definite? You don't think they're just fucking yes. Jedi mind tricking everybody? I just need to let everybody know that right now Sam's drawing a <laughs> penis. It's not a penis. It's an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> that is a penis. Or, wow, that's a really shitty elephant. <laughs> an artist I am not, sir. Even though my net handle on it, Moto right. is is Chuck Berry. Alright, so there's a known magic so artist. So we, we play magic and we're also we also started playing Hero Clicks back when it first came out. And we played that for quite a bit and we dropped it mo- more about two months ago we picked it up again and we, we we've gotten into it I wouldn't say in a it's major a two months, but yeah. Not in a major way, but it, it is it's just pure fun. It is a right. very fun game. I think that around that time is when we just like, God damn, we're way too into magic, you know, trying to win, so we need to enjoy back up gaming, a little bit. Enjoy gaming. So we tried playing this game that we played at one point in time and 
And if you, if any of you guys hang out in any any card shops and where you play Magic, if you go to FMNs and stuff, I'm sure you've seen the game. Yeah. And if you're if you know anything or like anything about comic books and you play Magic, you're going to enjoy this game on some That's, level. Yeah, it's on some level, I guess, because there's there's definitely strategy involved in. There's pieces. There's pieces that you'll enjoy using. I don't like strategy. <laughs> it's true. I've seen them play. As much as I think about it, like, are there card shops, hobby shops out there that don't have comic books? I mean, I'm, I imagine there's bound to be. I've never seen one. Gaming stores. Yeah, there's got to like, be. Games games HQ doesn't really have comics. Yeah, no, they didn't have comics. Did they? No, I don't no. remember seeing comics. Oh. I'm sure they, they okay. had well, some, there you go. but they, there you go. they weren't a comic book store. It just seems like that magic and comic books almost go hand in hand. It seems like they want to, but well, I the guess they do the fantasy world. Yeah. You know, you can be a superhero, and then you can go play your wizard And then game. you can go cast spells. And then you can go bang Jenna Jameson. That's yeah. my fantasy world. Thank you, broadband. <laughs> uh, Thank you, blow-up dolls. three times today. <laughs> All right. Well, Club since we're talking about let's, since we're talking about comic books, let's uh, let's go into everybody's favorite. There we go. Favorite superhero in each universe, not not including Valiant and stuff like that. Not that that's Valiant's bad. not even around anymore. Right. Dude. I'm just saying. What about Dynamic? DC and Marvel. Valiant. Let's just stick with DC and Marvel. And what about Image? Well, wasn't Image bought by DC? Uh, yeah, yeah Image is owned by DC, dude. And, and if you want to throw in a you know an Image, you know, oh, worth mentioning. No. I, I got one. Shadowhawk. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, Aphrodite Nine is hot. Why don't, why don't you start? Fathom is hot. Um, who's your favorite? Your favorite super book. Super book. Super book. <laughs> My favorite super book character <laughs> is definitely Green Lantern. From uh, wow. Okay. It's, it's Kyle Reiner. I know. I know. Kyle Reiner's not, not Green Lantern. He's actually dead. He's not Hal Jordan. But the he, first story that I ever read was. Emerald Twilight. Yeah, Emerald Twilight, Volume Three. Wait, who introduced you to comic books? Forty-nine, fifty. How did you get into comic books? I'm curious. I thought everybody that read comic books were, were nerds, and I was staying the night at this guy's house. Yeah. Actually, both of these guys. Yeah, house, both of they us. were brothers. They're still brothers, but ah, <laughs> uh, we're trying to do something about that as we speak. <laughs> well, every time I hung out with Sam, we just caught stuff on fire. <laughs> That's true, I forgot and about then, that. And then one uh, night we had almost burnt his house down, so I decided again. we probably should stop playing with the fire. And I laid down on the floor and saw some comic books. And it was the Emerald Twilight series, and I read it, and I was hooked. <sighs> so Green Lantern is your favorite DC. It's my favorite overall. Your overall favorite character. And then if you went to Marvel... I gotta go. My favorite DC character, though. Okay. Green Lantern's overall. Okay. All right. Flash sure. is my favorite DC character. You're so generic. Amazing. I bet. Who's your favorite DC team? I bet it's JLA. No, not at all. Really? Teen Titans. <laughs> it's the pedophile in me. Uh, favorite Marvel character. Here's generic. Is Captain America? Yeah. That's cool. It'd be hard for us all to solve, obviously. I have. Uh, no, I can easily. Me and Sam's gonna go pee. These two guys share a comic book collection that we all collected separately for so long. And was also like, recently shared with Tim Rathbun until. Who you guys will meet? He'll he'll be on sometime. Until the wrath future. of his wife 
decided he wasn't going to be a part of our collection anymore. And sold all his stuff on eBay, and which I bought most of. Not all. He's still got he's got a couple boxes. Yeah. He's got like two or three boxes. In his attic. Yeah. I'm so depressed. That's worrying. Old people keep comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I acquired Avengers number four, two copies. One which has been pooed on, and the other which has not decent. <laughs> All right, Sam. Favorite overall, and then I guess inside that universe, you can pick another one since Clarence did. I had to. I had to. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, traditionally, um, if you ask anyone who knows me, they'll you'll say Superman. I have a lot of Superman junk. I have a Superman tattoo, Superman belt buckle, and a Superman wiener uh, blow up doll. Um, so, like that's that's what most people would say. Uh, although I have read very few Superman comics, really. Uh, there's been, of course, lots yeah, of ones I have sucks. read and stuff. But I mean, come on. I'm not going to go spend four bucks on a Superman comic. Um, <laughs> so who's your when, favorite? When is, he, is he? Just, okay. hold on, hold on. He won't spend $4 on a Superman comic. Although he spent four bucks on the Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes <laughs> story he's reading right now. Go it on. is true. I am reading Mark Waves read on uh, Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes currently. Uh, but I'll have you know I did not spend four bucks on that, sir. I found it in Dave's 50 cent box at the Hall of Heroes. He has several boxes of just junk. But he has 50, 50 $2.99 cents. cover price. Yeah, that's, you'll find DC books are all $2.99. And under it's only Marvel will have some three ninety nine titles. Right, but anyways, yeah. that's, not, that's what we're talking so about. So Super is Superman your, your overall? No. Uh, I would actually have to say Green Lantern. Okay. Uh, I know that's no. what Clarence just said, but honestly, just the power restricted by your imagination and willpower, just that 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 is just amazing. Um, and then within uh, DC, my second, like my favorite, just just DC. Fucking rough, dude. I don't uh, really never know. Never Superman. It would have to. It would have to be Superman. <laughs> uh, probably Batman. Actually, I've read a bunch more Batman comics, and I also have a Batman tattoo. Also, so uh, the, moving on the Marvel, I I would normally say Captain America. I've read more Captain America comics than probably any other title. <laughs> I've read most Captain America titles, actually. I so. Um, but the books that I will probably always buy will be the Avengers and X-Men, though. Just throw that out there. Uh, if I'm not buying any other titles, I know I can pick up the new Uncanny and be entertained or the new uh, Mighty Avengers. I totally disagree. Really? I've never read... Clarence doesn't like reading X-Men titles. I've never titles. read an Uncanny story that I loved. God, just all of them. All of them. <laughs> There's the other some good stuff. Like Josh is a big X Men fan. Clarence does not like reading X Men titles. He would rather read the uh, little editorials in Penthouse. Thing. I'd rather read Robin. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait, which Robin? All of them. <laughs> All of them and any of them. All right, so I guess my favorite overall would have to be Flash. And I don't know. I've always liked the idea of being able to move faster than anybody else. Not to mention being able to go through anything and time travel. It just it seemed like. It's the all-in-one package. Oh, uh, just a little errata. The the Green Lantern I'd prefer is Hal Jordan to Kyle <laughs> Ryder. Clarence's was Kyle Ryder. I'd call it Hal Jordan. It, which brings me to a question, Josh, which Flash? Wally. Like, Wally? I like Wally. I've always been a better fan of Barry. It's a discussion we had recently, actually. Yeah. 
Barry is just more hardcore. Wally was more funny and probably a lot more entertaining in the books, but Barry was the true Flash. I understand. He is the embodiment of the Speed Force, as told by Jim Jones in recent Shut up. stories. <laughs> you're going to let me talk too sometimes. So this is my time. Sorry. <laughs> and I ramble. Okay, uh, in, inside that universe, since we're playing that game, I, I'll go with. Yeah, I don't have a second one. That's mine for DC, you don't, period. Really? Yeah, I'm not a huge DC fan. Nightwing is amazing. <laughs> Come on, yeah, give it up I for like, Nightwing. I liked Azrael when he was around. Ah, Azrael's cool. I'm kidding. I just made that up. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm, I'm, yeah, I made I up Azrael. Who would you rather do, Harley Quinn or Poison Ivy? <laughs> well, obviously, Harley Quinn, you don't catch anything. And she's nuts, so it'd be awesome. Uh, that's Who why I think you would catch something. You. Poison Ivy's hot, dude. Alright. You saw um, that Walt Flanagan interpretation. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Sorry. Seriously? Uh, in Marvel. Fuck like Sam, Sam, like. <laughs> Sam wanted to point out that I love the X Men, and I do. And if, if I can't say the X Men as a person, which, you know, obviously you can't, you gotta pick one, so I, I gotta pick say Iceman. the gayest one ever. Iceman. Iceman is my favorite Marvel. You don't character. think North Star was the gayest? expert ever no Iceman is by far the <laughs> greatest one ever Iceman's gonna come out and, and then Bobby he, Drake he's gonna be the catcher to North Star's pitcher well, North Star has a boyfriend yeah I know that's <laughs> not good he's living Bobby, on Utopia Bobby Drake's gonna steal him yup he's gonna catch it all <laughs> anyway that's that's our that's our favorite superheroes I guess the advantage of being Iceman and gay at the same time is like any HIV virus you happen to catch you could just kill with some right. sort temperatures no we're gonna we're gonna move on a little bit here we're moving on, Sam. So moving moving on. on. So Sam can interrupt us on other topics <laughs> that we're talking about. And uh, I think not having HIV is a good thing, but well, go on. It's up to you, really. You know, <laughs> you choose how to live your life. Hey, we're down. We're down with the HIV. <laughs> we're down with the HIV. <laughs> All right, like what we were saying, we're going to talk about movies and and television as well. And so, moving on, we'll we'll talk about you know just offhand. We didn't we didn't really plan for this. So your favorite movie. That you're going to think of right now. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. And you get a text message. Turn your phone on vibrate, sir. Turn your phone on vibrate. Let's see what my wife says. Boondock Saints is the best movie ever, period. Watch it. Love it. Live it. Hmm. I'm done. All right. Your turn. My favorite movie of all time? All time. God. Just like right... What, no, Star Wars. What came to your mind? Star what Wars. I'm sorry. That's the first thing that came to mind. That's fine. That's fine. You know, that's, that's very noble. I, it's so generic. Know. No, it's fine. Okay. It's Josh, good. what's your favorite movie of My all time? My favorite movie of all time would have to be Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Steven Spielberg. That is the funniest movie of all time. I love when those Jews die, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> You should see this guy when he's watching it. He's up off the couch like a black guy in a theater saying, Yeah, get them Jews! Get them Jews! I'm just like, Josh, it's a movie. We've seen how it ends. Uh, yeah, that's the alternate ending. <laughs> <laughs> the real ending, they all die. <laughs> so, you know why showerheads have 11 holes? No, come on. <laughs> let's, tell a, let's tell a joke older than Clarence. Come on. Because the Jews only had 10 fingers. All right. All right. Because there's that one guy out there that might listen to this. And well, like, he played the guy. What is it? Hey, hey, you with the nose. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're all friends to Jews. You know, the actor on The Princess Bride, the 11-fingered man, was a Jew. Was he? Yeah. That makes sense. He, that's why he's alive. <laughs> that, that's why he was in the movie. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, television. Television. <clears throat> of all time, you can pick something that's done now. You know. I'm going to go with 
what I watched tonight because it was amazing. But no, I'm not actually. Come on, Twenty Four is ah. my favorite series. Really? It's, ever. It's, no, it's very good. You know, and that, that's it. Being great. I just what would know Jack that. Bauer do? Yeah. But tonight I watched Castle, and if you don't watch it, you should watch it because it was Castle fun. He, People are he's laughing the only at you right one, now. Only I one in Castle. the world that watches it. I'm not even sure what it is. They just continue that show and replay reruns on your television only. Is it on Nick Junior? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Castle is awesome. Tell, tell me about Castle because I don't, just like a really brief. Uh, the premise. What's the premise? It is a story about a mystery writer who. Whose muse is a a pen detective, and it writes little for the NYPD. Let him talk. She's a detective for the NYPD, and she's smoking hot. And what's I her name? Don't know the actress's name. Well, what's the character's name? Kate Beckett. And wait, and shall we say the mystery writer's name is Castle? What's his first name? Richard. Richard Castle. Castle. And uh, basically, he follows her around on homicide <coughs> cases and makes jokes and. He's it's, quirky. Yeah. He's quirky. He's inventive. I bet he. And he, she fucking busts his balls all the time, and it's hilarious. All right. Does he have Down syndrome? Yeah, like, like, if like you had to mom? compare it to something else that people do watch, uh, <laughs> uh, so that they would like, hey, maybe I'm interested in this. I, I don't know. There's nothing really like it. Yeah. I, it's like a CSI Meets mixed with House, maybe. Yeah, kinda. Like the quirky guy and makes random comments. Yep. All right. Favorite television show ever. Same. Ever, yeah, you think of it. A show I haven't watched in a while that I still argue that this was like the best show ever, or still is. I, I I'm hesitant to say still is, like because I said I haven't watched it in forever, and there's new ones I haven't seen. Is Rescue Me? Uh, love that show. Dennis Leary is just great. He's an asshole. Yeah, I love it. Just okay. love it. But I'm, so, I'm very hesitant on that. I, it's about a firefighter that it, it came out after 9/11. He was involved in 9-11 rescues and really fucked up his head. He, he lost his brother in the whole thing, and so now he sees dead people, and crazy shit happens in his life. Yeah, it's, it's just great. It's just Dennis Leary. It just seems like it's like, this could be Dennis Leary's life, and we have no idea. This is why he's so fucked up. And I just get so emotionally involved watching that show, and there's very few shows that do that for me, so... Whew. I wanted um, to point out something. Like You told that whole story, and Clarence interrupted just a tiny bit, but that was it. That was it. I'm not interrupting. I'm All just right. adding input. And, and then, okay, my favorite, it's going to be a three-way tie, and I'm not going to go into them, but... Three-way tie? Three-way tie. Why don't I can do a three-way tie? Yeah. I hold, said, on, hold on, okay. Josh. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Go for it. I bet you can name two. The Hills. <laughs> That's one. Beverly Hills 90210. Wait. And Hills? Melrose Place. Yeah, that's two out of three. I knew you could do it. <laughs> you forgot well, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> three. Uh, it's seriously, and if, if I had to choose, I'm going to say Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number one, just because I liked it first, so it has good fun. Angel. Memory. What a fan. Uh, I didn't really enjoy Angel yeah. as much at all. I was a big It was really good, though. Um, then Lost and Battlestar Galactica, those three. BSG, maybe seasons one or two I put in contention, but because they had two other seasons, it wouldn't even be in contention for me. Lost is really good. Yeah. Except for the final season's plan, I think I haven't watched an episode. Really? I think anybody that watches I'm Lost... That's or, the only reason you're saying this then, but go on. I think anybody that watches Lost, or has watched Lost, would probably put Lost in their top. Yeah. Lost and 24 are the only two series on television that have made me cry. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's that. Well, you sure it wasn't the vagina Dude, when Charlie that's between died, the legs? <laughs> when Charlie died? Uh, yeah, I know. Not Penny's boat. Uh, 
not. Oh shit! Spoilers, by the way. If you're behind on Lost, if you're behind on Lost, Charlie fucking dies. Quit watching now. What was that season three that he died? Yeah. Right. No, that was that was. No, two I seasons season ago. two. The end oh. of two seasons ago. That's how it ended. Um, the, anyway. Yeah. But we knew he was going to die. There was like two seasons of Damien seeing him die in various methods and everything. Right, it was so just kind of a sense of inevitability. Inevitability. So some roughly things that we want to do is these these couple of questions. The first question, and I'm just going to ask these guys and I'll answer it myself, is Clarence, this week, one thing, what would you do for $1,000 that most people wouldn't? I'm fucking broke. I'd do anything for a thousand bucks. Give me an example. Don't be like Conley either and say you'd eat a bucket of shit for 20 bucks. That's just bad business. Uh, for a thousand bucks. This week. Uh, Dead air. This week. God damn it. I don't know. Just something that. Come back to me. Come back to me. Alright, Sam. Something I would do that other people would not do for a thousand bucks. I'm gonna say Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, but we're talking about like, first of all, that, that's Tom's woman you're talking about. I know, and I'm just saying he's not getting paid for it, uh, or is he? I, I'm no, I'm talking about Tom. He is. Tom. I know who you're talking about. From Monday Night Magic. I, yeah, he's he, he's a Rosie O'Donnell advocate. He wants to hit that, if you know what I mean. And I just I can't make heads or tails. Okay, of it. no, I'm talking head. about like a serious thing that you would do. This one thousand dollars. Rosie O'Donnell isn't serious. I'm saying no. You're, Have you're, you ever heard her talk? Well, no. I'm saying you're married, and there's repercussions to having sex with women outside of your marriage. Okay, something that would I, I would probably actually do. I would get a tramp stamp of a butterfly. Really? Yeah, I would. Okay. I don't know. I would probably do that for Does less that come money, out of $1,000? <laughs> I would probably do that for less money, but I don't know. I, I, it's topical. No, but for $1,000, okay. Okay, you want me to go or do you want one? That's weak. Ah. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. I, and you showed me that earlier. This is something you were going to be saying. I, you would think that I would have came up with something better. That's all right. You have weeks ahead to, to come up with Yeah, more. we're going to try to think of something that we would do every week. Uh, as Josh has said already. Josh, you, while Clarence uh, finishes playing with his wiener and then thinking of something he would do. For $1,000. For $1,000, I would take all my clothes off, going to my job, and tell my boss I love him and kiss him on the cheek. Would you have a ghost-like moment where you guys made a will of clay? My, my boss is probably 40-something years old. And devout Christian, and he failed to mention sex as of yet. No, I wouldn't have sex with him. No, no, sex. Is he a, your boss a male or a female? Well, he's definitely a male. He's he's very balding, overweight, and would enjoy the kiss probably more than I would. I'm turning my phone down now. For a thousand dollars this week, I'd make love to an animal and let you watch me do it. That's Ooh. pretty good. I. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna name the sort of animal because no, I went to, to a zoo, and uh, you need to name the animal, dude. Uh, I, I saying you'd do an animal is one. Well, okay, I would. I would do a, a little too big. Uh, would you do an emu? Let's go with a llama. I would do a llama for a thousand bucks. <laughs> they are a beautiful creature. <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> would, you, would you do a llama if you were a llama too? I would let the llama spit on my cock and then shove my cock in the llama. Alright. So what else? What else do you want to go over tonight? You want to go over black EDH generals? <laughs> I don't really want to go over black EDH generals. Within testing the mic, I pose the question to Clarence. Who would be the best black Wait. EDH general? Samuel Jackson. But not the best. Who would be, like, in your opinion, it would so your be favorite? Samuel L. Jackson. Really, not Firestorm? Uh, I told you who I thought. But I and we're not talking <laughs> about like competitive like EDH. Like like we're saying, we play EDH for fun. We do play competitive magic. No douchebaggery, as Eric would say. Yeah. Hiroby. When we play EDH, we want to... The night's well. Do what EDH was designed for. Play big spells, play big creatures. Do things you can do normally in competitive magic. Who knows what's going to happen now that Eldrazi's out. But normally, you're not going to be playing these things. What are you guys doing? And I'm trying are... to find the name of the card that I was thinking of. Uh, it's Harabi. You had it right. It was... Uh, uh, it was... I'm sorry. You said Harabi. That's right. The, the 4 4 4 4 whenever creatures don't damage, destroy their creature like that? Flying... I don't know. I'm looking Kamigawa Block. He had pictures of penises on him. No, we didn't. What's oh. your infatuation with the Venus? I know it's your infatuation that I just—I just—I just, thought it was an understood. Did you want to play that game on air? Oh, uh, we don't necessarily have to play the game on air. I did have a game. I was—I have a challenge All for right, Josh. So Something that—I'll I'll get to it just once. Like we don't have to play it on air. We could—we could pause the All recording right. while we play the game. That's fine. And have the results immediately. I, I would like to kind of start wrapping this up. We're, what? we're really? going towards an hour. Oh, shit. Uh, I had a match for Josh. I thought it would be fun. We we have our EDH decks here. Um, well, I'm not going to call this my EDH deck. This is a deck I built first to play Plane Chase with it the other night, and Josh has one an EDH deck here that he's worked on for a long time. But it, but uh, like we said, we play for fun, so it's not the. I think it should be fine. Uh, I what I've entitled this is an ink match. Uh, what I mean by this is we're going to play a match. The winner gets to pick a tattoo that the other one has to get. How would you feel about that? Is the other one going to buy it? Oh, well, we could worry about that. We can. No, I we mean, have I, to decide these things before. Uh, or we could go in on it together. What if... It, do we... Like, give me an idea, like... What do you mean? You don't have to say what you're wanting me to do, but give me, like, an idea what we're talking about here. Like, what kind of tattoo I would pick for you to get? Yeah. I'd probably, like... Get some sort of fairy on your ankle or something, something very <laughs> feminine-ish. Yeah, I'd do that. Maybe like a maybe if, a daisy. Like on my okay, I guess location. No, I won't. I won't give you a fucking big ass Madonna tramp stamp. That's what I guess. I was location is more than anything else when I'm talking. It'll about. be it's some, something within reason. And let's keep the tattoo under fifty dollars. Sure. I, I imagine it'll probably be a thirty dollar tattoo. Something. Sure. Just something really. Because that, that. Oh, I mean, we're going to be using Nate here in town. Or, or, or Roby, Death Swell. He just now found that, that card and <laughs> confirmed that he was correct. Like I confirmed for him immediately. But uh, it's a little hot in here. Four four for four, four flying. Whenever a creature becomes the target of a spell or ability, destroy that creature. Black generals <laughs> EDH build it. Okay. Anyways, I would use Caravan effect, but that's just me. What else do you want to talk about this week on this this episode? Didn't you have something else? Oh, uh, what else did we want to talk about? I don't about? know. 
I had a bunch of stuff written down on a notepad that I left over at Josh's, so there might there there was some sort of something. That's certainly what it would have gone. We can always edit all this shit out. What standard deck are you currently playing, Clarence? Yeah, tell us about your standard deck, your competitive deck you're playing, Clarence. My standard competitive deck is called Josh's Deck. Um, I'd tell you about it, but Josh built it, so <laughs> why don't you tell him about it, Josh? Uh, we, we all three play Moto, uh, but Clarence hasn't updated his Moto in so long that what he does is log into Josh's account and plays Josh's deck. So whenever I'm on and I get to shoot a challenge by Mr. My Machine, which is Josh's Moto name, uh, <coughs> I always have to say, oh, am I playing Josh or am I playing Clarence? Because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But Josh put together a black and white deck. Do you actually want to disclose that? I mean, it is somewhat rogue and it is somewhat good. Yeah. Okay. Well, some people are like, I don't want to disclose this deck. I might take it. I don't fucking care. Maybe somebody else has some advice they'd like to give me that maybe I haven't thought of. Just tell tell, just a little bit of a synopsis of you. All right. It's black and white. I've seen my splashing red, but I'm kind of abandoning that for right now. And uh, black and white. We'll start with one drops, which are Path to Exile and Basilisk Scholar. Uh, we move into two when we use Stoneforge Mystic, and as a one of don't. Yeah, Stoneforge Mystic as a one of just a fetch. And tell me out. You've been playing a little more than I have. Two, two drops. Uh, two drops. Not many. Three drops. Not are, many. <laughs> two drops. I don't think there are any. High dollar schooler. Maybe. No, that's we, not. We were in the playing deck. it for a while. We're playing. Not that that's totally ruled out, but we were playing Tide Hollow for a while, and it's all right. It's just not doing. He just didn't want to buy Baneslayers online. The, not yet. Not yet. You want to wait for him definitely not to get repented in the oh. <laughs> On the no, not even that. We're definitely going to be using him or Clarence is in the standard season coming up. Uh, three drops, Nighthawks, uh, usually three of, and then Pilgrim's Eye, also three of, and you're like fucking Pilgrim's Eye. Well, the reason is because we're using a lot of double colors. Uh, Nighthawk is just the beginning of it. Because when you move into the four drops, we're also using a Mary Angel, which is double white. And it also searches the lands, which you can, you know, helps with your landfall. Oh, two drops. I've been trying out blood ghast online, and that seems to be working well. Just with the whole landfall. I never saw that. Very funny. I didn't put them. I didn't put them. It works well when you equip it with a collar. Uh, also, four drop abyssal persecutor. Abyssal persecutor, which I love. I love it too. When you played it against me and made me lose, even because though I thought it did. I'd Basil's Collar with Personal Abyssal Persecutor is pretty badass. Of course, you have plenty of ways to eliminate it. Uh, also, on the four drop, another double white along with your double black. You use an Abyssal Persecutor for which again, that's why you're wanting to go to search out whatever land you don't have. Um, is your DOJ. DOJ. Dodge. DOJ. Rap God. Light. <laughs> and <Virginia>. you're. We've <laughs> been. You're doing. On paper, we have three Bane Slayers. Online, we don't. On paper, though, that's what we're running. Three Bane Slayers in the deck because we really wanted to top out at four and five to push it. Although we have been testing with Sauron, I, I think for the most part, in my testing experience, I'm not enjoying. Like, when he lands, he's good, but sometimes he's just, just hold it's underwhelming. Clarence is on the completely opposite of the spectrum as far as Sword. He was telling me that Sword is uh, what he uses to get the job done, and he likes the addition. I've gone both ways. I board him out in a lot of matchups, but I think as a one of that it would be good 
a good finisher. I've used it online to save my ass from... Yeah, there's got to be a better finisher. Yeah, but taking someone's turn... Yeah, how many times have you done that? The online? Yeah. Uh, really? Enough that you're going to have to think about it? Yeah. See, I haven't. I don't know. I mean, that's what you get when you play online, is you get the test for different cards more times than, than not. And that's why, that's the benefit of testing online. But, on a side note, if I was not playing this deck right now, I would probably be playing the Polymorph deck, because I played against it today, and it was fun. I'm not a big fan of the Polymorph deck. One trick pony. What are you playing? Now, well, you, you get to ramble on now I get to ramble about my deck. While I go pee. Uh, traditionally, I've always been an aggro player. I I like playing control, but like I said, I'm not the most competitive player, so I usually end up playing some sort of derivative of green. Green aggro. Um, I'm a big fan of green. My entire, pretty much, career of magic. Uh, that's how it goes. Um, currently, the deck I am playing online... I play a lot in the casual room. Uh, is mono green splash red. The only red I use is Bloodberry Elf and Lightning Bolts. Because those are probably the two best cards in the current standard. So why not use them? <coughs> I did have it mono green for a while, but I end up splashing those because of that reason. Uh, also featuring Lotus Cobras, uh, Haro, Leatherback Bayloth, love that motherfucker. He is a big ass beast. I use uh, three Nissa Rebeans, so of course I have a four set of Nissa's Chosen. Um, also use three Garuk of the Wild Speakers because he is amazing. Garuk of the Wild Speaker? He is of the Wild Speaker. See, I picture like this big speaker, like one of those big martial ants <laughs> with vine so growing sorry. up the side of it. And I'm so he, sorry. And, and its name is Garuk. He's a wild speaker. You just never know what he's going to say. <laughs> kind of like this guy. Never know. Um, let's see. What else do I use in that deck? Thornling. Uh, Thornling. Uh, good old Thornling. Love. He is probably my favorite card in Magic. Which we could get to. Like, you guys' favorite cards, too. That'd be, well, that'd that, be something fun. Anyways, uh, Thornling is probably my favorite creature. He is amazing on every level. Because <laughs> he will get you there. Why? <laughs> Clarence decided to see what happens when you put a cigarette against a deck box. Okay. Failed experiments. Uh, also in the deck... Uh, Terra Stomper. No, that, that came out of the board. I have Terra Stomper on the board just for a bigger body in case if I ever do play counter spells. Even though it seems like counter spells are something you don't have to worry about very often anymore. There's just no good counter spells. I have Rampaging Bailoff in the board also. He was main deck when it was a mono green build, but he went to the board also. One copy of that multi-kick guy. You seen Raging Ravine, right? Uh, Raging Ravine, yeah. For my red sources, for my mana, I used to use four copies of Raging Ravine and four Rootbone Crags to get for my red mana since it's only bolts and Bloodbraid Elves. I also have Lotus Cobra that it usually will give me the red if I need it, if nothing else. Um, Haros and... That. Yes, I did. That's that's what I'm playing on Moto. Uh, if I were to actually put together a deck to take the FMM right now, I, I'd have no idea what it would be. I wouldn't take this deck. You took Boros the other night, and there was like nine players or ten players, and you made top four. And You, got you were the only one that beat me. Your black and white deck was the only deck that beat me. Right. Uh, I beat myself. I played uh, Kyle's Polymorph deck in the finals, right. and, and I beat myself. I had a Dead to Rights, but... Sam's you know, I, because it's me, I wasn't paying attention entirely to the game. I was paying attention to everything else going on around me and my wiener. In case you haven't 
been able to tell. Simon's very ADHD. What are you doing? Oh, oh yes. So I think I think that's my deck. Uh, one one copy of Whiffbar Elemental, one copy of Omnath, one copy of Thornling. Like I said, right. uh, I have more copies of Thornling in the board. Omnath is just a fucking beast. I love that bitch. Uh, it seems like every set gives me a, just a badass green elemental, and Omnath was it in this set. And then this next set, the badass elemental, uh, Rise of Eldrazi. I wanted to ask you, Josh, with the uh, release of Rise of Eldrazi in your black-white deck, do you see anything coming out of that that may alter it? Oh, like I was like saying, Simming Vapors is amazing. I don't know the names of the cards well enough. I've looked over the, the complete spoiler once, and not enough to know the names yet. I didn't go playing the pre-release because we had other shit going on, but I plan on playing this coming Saturday at the release event. Um, The only one that really struck me was the Wrath of God for creatures of the converted mana cost something or three or less. Consume the Meek. <clears throat> consume the Meek because we're playing so much. Uh, so, so many of our heavy hitters are Maria Angel, Abyssal Persecutor, Baneslayer Angel. Everything in our deck. Everything, all the meat, all the meat and potatoes of our of our deck is going to be four or higher. So if we can wipe out the weenies, <laughs> fuck it, you know? <laughs> Just take the weenies and fuck them if you know what I mean. Maybe switching that out for Day of Judgment. Also in our deck we've been using Honey Neckos, which I didn't bring up. Oh yeah. Yeah, Honey Neckos really pwned me on that match today against Clarence. I, I think I would have been okay if it wasn't for that. I had all four Raging Ravines. It always seems like a point. sideboard card, but when I put it in the main deck, it's, it does so much more than what a sideboard card should do. It makes me want to play in the main deck. It's a good card. Yep. Does yeah. well against Jund. Yeah, <coughs> like, anywhere past mid-game, after some shit's resolved and shit's died. If you can get rid of Maelstrom, Pulse, Lightning, Bolt, right. and if you can rape, rape their deck of their, their shit that that's fucking blast. Blinding. You forget about Blinding. What, uh, that, that's a good one. What is the card you hate the most in standard right now? And that's silence. <laughs> Mine's got to be blinding. But then again, it's it's such a good card. And, it's, and go ahead. So the first time I saw blinding, I was like, "Damn, this is gonna be a good card." And Josh is like, "No way, dude. That sucks. It's sorcery like, speed. No, this is amazing. <laughs> Three damage and two cards." And now Josh yeah. is a believer. And I, I didn't think about it in terms of like him to Turok plus lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not him to Turok. Him to Turok is no. I understand. I understand that it's not. That's mind rot. But seriously, With how good would it be right now? Double black him to Turok plus lightning bolt and speed. Double black <laughs> oh, single red. Yuck. Hard uh, Anyway, uh, card I hate the most in standard. May I answer this? Yeah, do it. Bane Slayer Angel. <laughs> Um, I, you could just say the embodiment of Jun, but uh, everyone's tired of bitching about Jun. But uh, so, but, but the way that it seems like the the format is is either playing Jun or some deck that has Baneslayer Angel. So I see it's like you either hate Blighting or Baneslayer Angel. I don't the card that I hate the for the okay maybe for a right while now. there maybe not in the current metagame. No, for a while there, that's what it was. Clarence wants to say something. I hate Time Thief. <laughs> you hate Why? the card Time Thief? Yes. Why make a card that says take an extra turn and make it that dumb? <laughs> and isn't it sack five artifact? You tap it, sack five artifacts, take an extra turn? Yes. It doesn't even say sack time sieve, right? It just says you, right. can, you can. Five artifacts. Any yeah. five artifacts. That's a pretty good card, it seems like, you know? Yeah. But it seems like we'd see it. If you want to play open the vaults. And if the new but 
Scars of Mirrodin is going to be an artifact Ooh, set. <sighs> so, so fun. I hate Time Thief. If you're playing Time Thief, don't play against my time, machine time on Magic Online. <laughs> or Time Warp. <laughs> oh, what are... Hey, yeah. Uh, we, we all play Moto, like I mentioned earlier. Clarence, what is your net handle on there when you're actually logged onto your account? I never am. <laughs> but, uh, but if I am, it's it some twisted alternate dimension. It is and you Jeff's were. bomb zero one. So if you ever see Jeff's bomb on zero one, it is this guy. And then you saw some of that extended stuff by you know get some tickets going on. I don't or even have any. Like what do you I can't. Have? You got nothing. You got nothing. I think the rares that I have online right now you, are escape ships. You sell the bots too often, man. I don't sell the bots. I had to. No, you I needed yeah. stuff to build escape ship for extended that I never played. <laughs> I have Valakuts. Hey, uh, Josh, uh, what is your MotoNet handle? Uh, my handle for everything on the internet you're going to find is Mind Machine. M I M E M A C H I N E. Mind Machine. You see Mind Machine online? It's this guy. Regardless where it is. Sam, what's your net handle? Oh, God. I'm glad you asked. Uh, you'll find me as Chuck Berry. That's one word. Uh, I, 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 when I originally picked that name, it was because of the old recording artist Chuck Berry from 1950s. And I thought it would be funny. But it turns out there is also a, a magic artist out there by the name of Chuck Berry. You'll find his work. He also tried Mushroom Stamp Guy, but that was taken. Yeah. Yeah. I tried a lot of things, actually, before I landed on that one. Uh, so that that's me. That's me. And um, and if you ever see someone on there by the name of Mr. Crisp, just hate on him. Hate on him. Really? Yeah, I've got to mention it. I, God. He, I know he doesn't listen to podcasts because I asked him, do you listen to podcasts? And he's like, oh, you're a stupid kid. So, <laughs> so just make so hate on him. I, I don't oh, know what you got to do. He's hating on these imaginary online people. He's not imaginary. He is there. I see him on there like almost every day. So whatever. What, did he block you? No, he didn't block me. So you go on there every day and talk shit to him? And he's no, like, I see him on there and I try to challenge him just so I can whoop his ass some more. And it just, yeah, he knows me by now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get beat by this stupid kid just because I can't play magic. Enough about it. I don't, I, I don't want You're to. Wine. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I think, do you, do you have somebody online that you've played on a, that you don't know? No. See, I, I do, but I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> Just so you know, RK Post is a way better magic artist than John Avon. What? I love, yeah, that's going to upset a lot of people. People love John Avon. I love John Avon. This guy loves John Avon. Oh, dear. I love RK Post. I love Anthony Waters. Yep. He did He did a lot of the lands from Saga Block, and they were beautiful. Um, I think we're going to try to wrap this up right around now. Do you guys want to add anything else? Um... In the future, a couple more things we're going to go over is we'll come up with a top ten. And as of right now, you can go under the show notes and, and write some suggestions on top tens you'd like to hear of ours. Top ten lists are always fun. Uh, of magic, of magic cards, you know, creatures, sorceries. Yeah, magic-based, of course. But if, if you guys are out there and you do read comic books or play the game Hero Clicks, which we'll, we'll cover Hero Clicks more yeah. in future podcasts because... I especially really love that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, top ten list pertaining to movie and films even. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually have mine. I, TV and films. Movie and films. That's synonymous. That's redundant. Ooh. And just anything else you want to talk about that maybe you, you think we would enjoy, you know, ask us a question. Put it in the show notes. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll probably come up with a fucked by a sapperling email address. 
Oh yes, how to contact us so you can so you can reach us. But right now you Meanwhile, can just put it in the show notes. Love us. You you just want to stick with that? You know what email addresses? No, not the ones we have right now. You don't want to use your current email address? No, no. no. Why would you do that? No. Why not? It's so much spam shit. No, I'm good. I will come up with a fuck by separately. The dude address. from Moda will find you, Sam. <laughs> Oh, well, you just just want to call it fucked by a sapperling? Well, we can't do fucked. Can we? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay, so we'll let's not commit to anything. I guess this is episode one, and that's about it. Uh, Does anybody have any cool sign-off vlogs? I've actually, I've been thinking about it. Oh, God damn. (laughs) I'm going to burn my head on this light bulb while you do it. (laughs) I'm going to shave with the lighter. What, what, just because it's me? No, like, no, I just, no, no, just do it. <laughs> we're we're going to moan. Do it. Next time, we'll talk about banding. <laughs> Alright. Thanks again. No, we won't. I wanted to just end with that.